More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck here with my man Clay. We are, I can't believe the week is almost out and we're in the third hour. It's moving fast. Open line Friday in effect, 800-282-2882. Here's a headline that might give us a good kickoff to what we're about to dive into. Biden administration likely to approve COVID-19 boosters at six months. Not eight. That was a few weeks ago. Oh, so much has changed since then. Let's talk to our friend Alex Berenson about this. You should subscribe to his Substack if you want to see some data and factual analysis of what's really going on in the willingness to be contrary, uh, contrarian when it comes to Fauciism world. Alex is an investigative journalist. He joins Clay and me now. Mr. Berenson, always a pleasure. Mr. Mr. Buck, I have to tell you, you said six months. Now, that is true, except that today Biden apparently told CNBC five months. <laughs> you can't make it up. I mean, what, what, like, Alex, tell us what the heck is going on here. Well, well, what the heck is going on is that the vaccines are failing. Uh, they're, you know, they, they in Israel. And so, I mean, in everywhere, but Israel has really good data. And so um, what they're desperately trying to do is top people up. And, and what that appears to do is you get this bump in antibodies, which is which should be a you know a good thing, um, except that it looks like once again the antibodies will immediately sort of start declining again. So, uh, and the other problem is that the, it's pretty clear that the vaccines don't appear to work as well against the Delta variant as against uh, the what's called the wild type variant or the earlier um, uh, variants of the virus. Uh, wild type being the original, um, and so. Uh, so it's not even clear that topping people up this way is going to produce the effect that they hope it will, even in the short term. But it, it, it's a measure of desperation. But I want to say something. You guys always, the last couple of times I've been on, you said, give us some good news. Give us some good news. It's Friday. People, you know, people yeah. don't want to hear just bad news. And it's been a bad week, obviously. Um, so here's good news, okay? Uh, since I last spoke to you guys last week, and I actually just wrote a stack, which I just published, which people can read for free 
Um, you don't have to, have to subscribe because it's so important about natural immunity. And there's there's more and more data showing how powerful natural immunity to the coronavirus is. So if you get it once, you look very, very well protected going forward. Um, uh, reinfection rates are very low. That's true even of the Delta variant. And it and and it's not just that the numbers are low. I mean, obviously, it's great that, you know, people who are are not filling hospitals with, you know, with a second infection or, or multiple infections. It's that there's really good theoretical scientific work suggesting why this is. And so I wrote this today and I didn't even talk about the fact that vaccine immunity seems to be going away and it's much worse than natural immunity. I said this is going to be a good news story. We're just going to talk about why you should be, you know, you should feel pretty good if you've gotten through this, that you don't need a vaccine again. You're very well protected. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Uh, And uh, I just retweeted that uh, article that you put up about natural immunity, and that was going to be the question that I asked you. Why is that story, which is positive, it's fantastic news. We think there's probably, Buck and I would be in this category, a lot of you listening to us out there are as well, The CDC itself would say there's over 100 million people, I believe, in the United States that they project has have had COVID and recovered from it. Why is that never discussed? All we hear is if you get the vaccine, you're a hero. If you don't get the vaccine, you're a villain. And no one ever talks about people. And I put myself squarely in this camp who feel comfortable that we overcame COVID. I've got antibodies. Why would I put an additional vaccine in my body? And I'll give you an example, Alex. I had chicken pox as a kid. I've never gotten the chicken pox vaccine because I don't need it. Right. I, I mean, that's a really good question. That's a political question, right? And, and, and you know, I think you can throw out a couple potential reasons that, that make sense in addition to all the reasons that are just lousy. I would say one potential reason is there's a lot of people, and I get these emails from people all the time saying, I didn't have a positive test, but I'm pretty sure I had COVID. Well, you know, you should really know if you're, if, if the logic is I don't want to be vaccinated. I mean, there's a lot yes. of potential reasons you might not want to be vaccinated, but if the logic is I don't want to be vaccinated because I had this before, we're talking about people who know they had it. They had a positive PCR test or a positive antibody test. And, you know, there's people who want to believe they had it who don't have those things. So, you know, so that's that's one reason. And then another reason is I think a few months ago there was this belief that because the vaccines did produce such what's called high titers, they produce very high levels of antibodies in people, that they might be better than natural. And that there was sort of no downside. Unfortunately, it is increasingly clear uh, again, both from both the real world data and the and the sort of bench science data that the opposite is, is the case, that natural immunity is just far superior to vaccine immunity. And so, um, you know, I, so now we get to the bad reasons, right? The bad reasons are that they've locked themselves into this. They've locked themselves into vaccines are going to save us all. You know, this is the answer to this. This gets us back to normal. And they can't seem to acknowledge that, that the, you know, that the reality A is that vaccines can't do that, at least the vaccines that we have now. And B, that we should have gone back to normal a long time ago. So so they so they came up to a solution that doesn't really work to a problem that was never, you know, it was never there. I mean, I'm, again, I'm not saying the coronavirus is re- real. I'm not saying it doesn't kill people. What I'm saying is we could always have gone back to normal. And you see, and shouldn't, schools, right? and shouldn't if we were being honest, Alex, shouldn't you be able to say, hey, if you're going to require a vaccine passport, if you're going to require a negative covid test for many different businesses, 
shouldn't you at least be able to take your positive COVID antibody test and show that, given that we now know it's more protective, if you're going to require something be shown to be able to get in, or even for employees out there who have vaccine mandates, and I saw you tweet that one hospital is at least allowing that, shouldn't we allow positive antibody tests for someone who's recovered from COVID as being at least the equivalent of what's going on right now? It's so much more perverse than that, though, right? Because because we know that vaccine immunity fades, but they're yes. not going to require you to get the booster, at least not at this point, okay? So if you're eight months out, you can say, I got vaccinated. I get to go everywhere, even though you really have no protection. Yeah. Whereas if you have natural protection eight months out, which is real, you get nothing for it. It's we, I mean, we. this is what happens when politics just runs rampant over science and medicine and and when people who are in charge won't admit they're wrong right this is what happens are they just i mean they're just pretending uh, alex that that's not true or do they just ignore it you know i mean are, are they are they contesting the natural immunity protection versus when i say they you know who i mean fauci yeah, I, and I, I you know the, the whole crew or do they just pretend i mean are they just you know, it's like CNN when there's a bad story about Biden. Like, is that what's going on? Right. I, I, that's a good question. You know, look, Fauci's not dumb. Okay, Fauci understands what's going on. Are, are you know, do, do his political betters understand what's going on? I'm not sure. Okay, but he understands, and there are people, there are people inside the NIH who clearly understand this. I mean, it's funny. A couple months ago, the NIH put out a uh, press release saying, "Look, vaccine immunity is so great. Here's a paper that shows it." The paper showed actually that vaccine immunity. Even even when you had the antibodies, it was much narrower than the antibody uh, spectrum of uh, of natural immunity. And the paper showed that they linked to the paper, and they didn't acknowledge this reality. So, so do they just think that nobody's going to read the paper? I mean, most reporters I know will not read the paper, but the paper says what it says, and all you have to do is read it. And look, some of this stuff is technical and complicated, and I'm not going to claim to be an expert on it, but but the but the takeaways are fairly straightforward, and you can read them, and you can read the way they conduct And another, another question for you. We're speaking to Alex Berenson. Uh, everyone, if you want some... Some COVID uh, outside the box thinking, as in outside Fauci's box, go to his sub stack and he has a lot of great stuff there. I'm a subscriber, just to a uh, full disclosure. I subscribe to Alex's uh, sub stack myself uh, and read and read what he's putting out. Alex, we're in a point now where they're saying boosters. You said five months, maybe it could be four by the time, you know, this all <laughs> is said and done. It feels like the number keeps going down. But with with every round of this, aren't there all kinds of, you know, they keep saying, oh, if you don't get vaccinated, there'll be variants and you'll be the cause of the new variants. But as we get more boosters, won't there also be variants that get around those? And won't there be additional uh, risks of side effect? Right. If you tell me to take a shot once and you give me the, and you give me the side effect profile, that's one thing. If I got to take it every year, isn't that a different thing? Well, it's not even every year. It's every few months now. Sorry, yeah. So now, now we're now we're getting into the bad news portion of the uh, of of the talk, right? And you know, and this is this will be a future stack, and there's a there's a lot to write about this, but there are very very worrying signs around the vaccines. Okay, and I you know, and I, I don't want to scare people. Most people in the United States have most adults have now been vaccinated, um, but if you you know if you if you look at at you know sort of a global spectrum. Countries that are vaccinated are going through so a third wave, a fourth wave. If you look at countries with low vaccination rates, the opposite is true. And that, and that cannot be attributed to seasonality. It's, it's sort of in all geographies, okay? And then, um, 
you know, it, it, it looks like the vaccines are not very protective against Delta. And there's, you know, there's both theoretical and real work on this. And so we're giving people to give people a booster that's going to again, it's going to top up their antibodies. But if those antibodies aren't actually working against Delta, I'm not sure or, you know, are not working as well. I'm not sure what good that does. And then there's another paper that came out again since we spoke last week um, from Japan, a very good, very worrying paper showing that the, the vaccine or showing that the virus seems to be mutating in a way to evade uh, the vaccines because the vaccines are so focused on the spike protein. In other words, the vaccines make you they only make you produce antibodies to one part of the virus, the spike protein, and really only one part of that part of the virus. Natural immunity is much broader. So the virus, quote unquote, knows. I mean, the virus doesn't know anything, but it but it but it mutates in a way to evade this vaccine generated immunity. And it can do that relatively easily by changing uh, it's the, the way it's spike protein looks okay so that so now we get to sort of very complicated analysis but the short version of this is vaccines may be driving some of these mutations and all right i want to bring you back alex we're going to bring you back as we often do of course (laughs) yeah and then we got a couple more questions including what twitter has said if anything about their strikes that they put against you which now have all been proven to be true everything that they were saying you weren't allowed to say the data is now so true that even the daily beast is trending and writing stories about the israeli data that you were sharing with us weeks ago i want to ask you what you're seeing there in israel and in england we'll have a bit more with alex berenson when we come back but first these words from an injured veteran define what tunnel to towers foundation does He said, they gave me my life back, my freedom back, not just for myself, but for my family. 20 years since 9-11, the foundation is honoring heroes with 200 mortgage-free homes. These are for Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and for the veterans and first responders with catastrophic injuries. These homes bring hope and improve lives, help Tunnel to Towers support even more heroes and families in need by donating $11 a month at T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, rolling through the final part of the week. We appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you, 1-800-282-2882. We're talking to Alex Berenson. We've got some interesting calls. Are you being forced to get the vaccine or give up your job? We'd like to hear from you as we finish off the show, 800-282-2882. It is an open line Friday. Alex Berenson, the most honest man who's been covering the COVID mess for the last 18 months. Alex, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, I saw you tweet that in the United Kingdom, in uh, in England now, over 70% of the deaths that they are having are occurring in vaccinated patients. Certainly ugly and alarming details coming out of Israel now. You were criticized for sharing this data and calling into question the efficacy of the vaccines. Now everyone is acknowledging, including the Biden White House, that the vaccines are not as efficacious as they had hoped. And that's why everybody's got to get boosters. Has Twitter in any way removed any of the strikes against you? And what are you seeing right now in England and Israel, much more vaccinated countries in the United States as we go forward that we should expect to see here in the future? Sure. So, uh, so the first question is, um, Twitter has not contacted me to tell me. So, uh, Twitter, you get five strikes and then you're permanently banned. I, I'm on strike four. Um, and my last strike came about, uh, three weeks ago when I, uh, when I basically said, you know, look at the, uh, look at the Israeli data. Uh, and they, or I can't actually, uh, that was one of the strikes. I, the, the strikes have all been stuff in the last six weeks and they've essentially all been proven correct, as you say. Now, I have to be honest, I'm much less worried about this than I was, let's say, two months ago because thanks to your, thanks to you, uh, and, uh, and to Tucker Carlson, um, you know, I now have more than 100,000 people I can reach directly through the Substack. There's more than 100,000 subscribers or 100,000 uh, signups. And, you know, some of those people are paying most or not, but that's fine with me. Um, and so I can get my message out even if Twitter blocks me at this point. But from my point of view, um, in saying that I'm putting out misleading information, they're defaming me. Yeah. Um, you know, and, 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 you know, and if they choose to block me, um, you know, I, I'm going to have legal options that I'm going to explore because I don't, you know, I don't think they should block me. And, uh, you know, they're defaming my reputation as a reporter when they say I'm putting out stuff that's not true or misleading. So long story short, I'm sort of in this standoff with Twitter. I'm still using the service. Uh, I have more than 300,000 people. Um, and I expect that at some point they will block me, although they haven't yet. 
uh, or, you know, permanently suspend me. And when that happens, we'll see what happens next. Um, but meanwhile, sign up for the stack in case they make me go away. Uh, now, England and Israel. Alex, um, yes. go ahead. No, England and Israel, go ahead. It, so, um, so yeah, the numbers are not good. They're worse out of Israel, which actually should be more concerning to the U.S. because Israel used only the Pfizer vaccine and they used it on the same schedule that we did. Um, in the U.K., they used the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is a, a DNA vaccine um, like the J&J vaccine, and they used a lot of that. And they also used a different schedule um, of dosing than, the, than sort of the recommended schedule. And that different schedule may have actually worked a little bit better for them. But long story short, uh, a majority of people in those countries um, who, who are dying of COVID are fully vaccinated, fully, two weeks out from the second dose. Um, and uh, now the people who are defending vaccines will say, Yes, but they're not quite dying proportionately to their, um, you know, to their proportion in the population. So that shows vaccines are still somewhat effective against serious disease and death. Um, that is that is true. Uh, if you look at the top line numbers, what I would say the counter argument to that is, is that uh, people who aren't vaccinated, who are really old, probably couldn't be vaccinated. And so you really can't compare the two populations. If you look at the overall numbers, the most important numbers. Ten times as many people last week died of COVID in the UK as did this week in August 2020. Okay, so that's got to worry you. Why is that? They vaccinated tons of people, and yet deaths are ten times as high as they were in August 2020. And even more worrying to me, all-cause mortality, meaning deaths from every, you know, every cause, everybody who dies, are higher now. They're running higher in the UK than they were this time last year, and the, and the gap is increasing. I don't know why that is. I'm not blaming the vaccine, but I am saying we really need to look at this. It should worry people. All right, Alex, we'll uh, have you back maybe next Friday <laughs> so or, or within a couple of weeks for sure. Alex Berenson, everybody, go check out his sub stack uh, where you can hear from him directly about all these issues, the data he's crunching, all the rest of it. Alex, thanks so much, man. We appreciate it. Clay, what do you got? What version of America's history, thanks to Alex, do you think is being taught in the school closest to you? Is it American history? Has it really happened or a version of it that sets up a new narrative? My friends at Hillsdale College argue for teaching the truth. That's why they've made the Hillsdale 1776 curriculum downloadable for free at k12.hillsdale.edu, not only for teachers, but to citizens like you and me to share with other concerned Americans. Complete K-12 through history and civics curriculum. Let's People get guidance, not mandates. Students learn about the tragedies and triumphs of American history as it really happened only through a complete and honest study of history. Can students fully understand the world in which they live? Download Hillsdale 1776 curriculum for free today at k12.hillsdale.edu. That's k12.hillsdale.edu. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. This is Buck with my man Clay. I'm in NYC. He's in Nashville, Tennessee. And we wanted to uh, get to a bunch of your calls here in a second, hear from all of you. We thank you so much for listening and and uh, sending us your thoughts, supporting us, and just this audience. Look, it's the best audience in the country, best audience in the world. We all know that, so thank you. And uh, Clay... I got to go just, you know, I don't I don't talk about what I do these because you know what I do? I basically eat, sleep, breathe radio. I go to bed at night reading books about politics. I wake up in the morning texting you stories that we have to get to. 
you know, you have a family and kids, so you actually got like adult responsibilities. I just I just live in the matrix of conservative media all day. But I am going to go to a golf tournament this weekend that I've been invited to by some friends who really want me to come down. The BMW Championship. Um, I have never. Okay, I don't play golf. I think I understand the basic rules. I've never been to a golf tournament. What am I in for? Where is the BMW Championship? Baltimore area? Like okay. outside of Baltimore? So I love to play golf. I'm awful at it. Um, the golf tournament experience is really fun. If you are able to find a good place, if the weather's good, and you can just kick back and have some drinks, right? I mean, I think that is the most fun thing about a golf tournament. The most impressive thing about saying, seeing pro golf in person is if you can get near the tee boxes and just see how hard these guys swing, I don't think television does justice for the torque that they put through to make contact with the ball. I've done a bunch of celebrity pro-ams, and I, whenever I'm in the tee box, Buck, I'm just thinking, I hope I don't kill somebody 20 yards to the right or 20 yards to the left because I have no idea where this tee shot's going to go consistently. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I think you're in for a good time uh, hanging out at the at the Classic. And I've gotten to go and broadcast from a bunch of these events. Golfers, I bet a ton of them, are listening to the show, paying attention uh, to what's going on. It's a good group yeah. of dudes. And I imagine as you walk around the course, you will see and meet a lot of Clay and Buck listeners, which is a fun uh, overlap to do. So we, that's going to be Can I cool. just say, we, we always joke around that my dad is kind of like the guy from Caddyshack yeah. who insists on playing through the like hurricane situation, yes. the, the crazy rainstorm with the lightning and everything, and then finally gets struck by lightning. If it is possible, like my dad, my dad's the guy who will go out to play golf the week, and so I'm like, Dad, isn't there like almost snow on the ground? It's like 20 degrees or whatever. He's like, oh, it's great. The course is kind of empty. You know, he loves it. He's all about it. So I'm worried Clay, that if trip. I that if I dabble, all of a sudden, I'm just going to be somebody who's just, oh, got to gotta go golfing this weekend. Got to go golfing every weekend. Well, I used to play a decent amount before I had the three kids because then they just kind of vacuum up everything. So this weekend, I've got flag football. I've got soccer. And, Buck, this is the last weekend where I will be 100% home until December because we're starting this uh, college football bus tour. Uh, they, 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 they're basically putting me in the John Madden cruiser. And so for anybody out there listening who's going to be at a major college football game all over the South, you can follow me at Clay Travis. We'll be in Charlotte next weekend for the Georgia-Clemson game. We're going to be in Knoxville on Thursday for the start of the Southeastern Conference football schedule. We're going to be everywhere. I mean, is, is, so, is, your, uh, is your co-host invited to any fun yeah, tailgate you, parties, you buddy? Are, What's going on here? You are welcome. You are welcome to any of them. We put the first three weeks out. So we're going to be in Charlotte, also Knoxville. Uh, we are going to be in Fayetteville, Arkansas for the Texas-Arkansas game. And then we're going to be down in Gainesville, Florida for Alabama, Florida. And from there, we'll continue. But we're going to throw an awesome tailgate. I'll be on Fox and Friends. For those of you who wake up on Saturday morning and flip on Fox News, there's probably a lot of people. I'll be on that show every single Saturday. And I'll be on the Big Noon kickoff show. So this weekend, honestly, I'm just trying to kick my feet up and relax. Because in addition to everything else going on, 
boom, I'll be on the road uh, for college football the entire fall. I can't wait, but it's going to be kind of a hectic schedule. If, if I had to go, if I had to ask you, and I, you're, this, is, this yeah. is hot seat time, Travis, yeah, all right? No, no uh, wiggling out of this one. I have never been to a college football game in my life. Never been to one. Wait, really? I, wait, I think. Well, not including Any, not including like my Amherst own or something. Right. Yeah. Okay. I, I meant like go to one to just be a fan. If I can come to one game, if I want the most like extravaganza, crazy experience of an SEC football game, for example, what would be the matchup? I'll ask you for the matchup that I should go to see this time. It can vary year to year, but if I were you over the last decade, the best SEC football game has been LSU-Alabama, right? Um, and so LSU is playing at Alabama in Tuscaloosa, just a little bit hour-ish outside of Birmingham. Uh, if you wanted just a, holy cow, I can't believe this is real experience, Ole Miss, uh, University of Mississippi, in Oxford, Mississippi, in the Grove, Buck, you will walk around the tailgate scene there and you will think to yourself, I can't believe that this place exists. So we will be at both of those places during the course of the year. Uh, we'll be in Oxford, uh, Lane Kiffin School, uh, the head coach there, a lot of fun, big, uh, big fan. You get to meet the coaches and then we'll be in, uh, then we'll be in Tuscaloosa as well. So both of those experiences because LSU, and by the way, LSU fans, might be the most fun fans in the entire country. I mean, they are madmen and women when it comes to just their pregame party routine. Cajun, Cajun I gotta go check this out. Is like nothing else. I gotta go check this out. This sounds like you know I can't drink I can't drink beer, so I'll bring my own Zima. But I'll, I'll show up and uh, and I'll check I, I, for medical reasons. My, by the way, before people think I'm a communist, I can't have gluten, which is what you beer can drink is. tequila though. But oh, I, yeah. I brought my friends down to LSU for a game. East Coast friends, uh, like you, Buck. East Coast friends. They had never spent any time around college football. As we were walking into the game after tailgating for several hours, one of them turned to me and he said, I don't understand how these LSU fans are still able to walk. Like, they drank, they drink, and uh, the, the Cajun lifestyle, I've never seen anything like it. It is a party the likes of which you have never experienced. I bet the food, I bet the tailgate food food's is probably really amazing. good too. It's, Louisiana it's, it's food, an incredible experience. Even even snooty northeasterners, would, even people that live in Brooklyn and describe themselves as foodies, are like, oh, but Louisiana food's really good. Oh, it's incredible. I mean, so I will be on the fall, and it should be, uh, it should be pretty. I mean, I'll be on the road all, all fall. Right. And I'm looking I, I forward may, by I the way to meeting a lot of like, Excuse me, everybody. My friend Clay Travis is like a big deal here, and I would like uh, a seat. And uh, you know, I'll be running around and be like, "Who are you? Who are you?" I'll be like, I don't really know sports, but Clay does. And it'll be fun. It'll be fun. I'll come check it out. I'll hang out. We're gonna have a good collection of people, I think, at all these places. And I'm excited to meet. It's it's great. I'm excited to meet so many different listeners who I know will be on the road. Just ready. You know, Buck, for our listeners in particular, people are just ready to get back to normalcy. And having a big, fun party atmosphere surrounding a college football game. It's a game, celebration of life and freedom, really Travis. Celebration That's of what life. it's going to be. That, so I'm going to have to come on, under that, just under that banner, I have to come check out one of these games. Red states yeah. are ready to party, Buck. Can we, 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 got, we got lines racked and stacked, and so we're on Open Line Friday, so why don't we just take a moment here, we'll come, we'll, we'll get them all lined up, we got people in Oregon, California, Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Pennsylvania, and others I know trying to get in. So Clay, let's take some calls to close out the weekend and uh, we'll come back in just a moment with that. 
For anyone in this audience trying to protect what you've worked hard to earn and save, there's a one-time tested way, or there's one time-tested way to do that, investing in gold. So many people make a decision to own gold. It's easier than you think to do, and it's proven to be as reliable and stable as they come. Gold can be one part of your way to protect all you've earned and saved. I've bought it, and when I did, I decided to have it shipped right to my home. I store it in a safe now. The first time you hold that gold in your hand telling you just got to experience it for yourself hopefully more than once or twice too no one does it better than my partners at the oxford gold group in fact they make it easy for you oxford gold can deliver gold to your home or they can deposit it into your ira my friends at the oxford gold group are who you need to call they will explain everything to you having real gold delivered to your home or having real gold as part of your ira is just a phone call away with Oxford Gold. Call them at 833-404-GOLD and learn how you can have real gold in your IRA and delivered to your door. Call Oxford, 833-404-GOLD, 833-404-G-O-L-D. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Oh, man, Welcome I can't believe it's the final segment. Clay, I'm sorry. I got too excited. Final segment. You tell us what's going on. No, I was just going to make sure because they were telling us. Make sure you mention 
You and I are doing exclusive videos, and we really want to thank all of our 24-7 EIB members. Every single week, we are recording a special video just for them behind the paywall. Uh, You guys are the tip of the spear. Encourage you to go sign up at clayandbuck.com. But that is going on. Uh, You will be able to see all those videos exclusively for the VIP members. We really deeply appreciate you guys' support. All right, let's get to it. We said racked and stacked on the lines, and Clay and I meant it. All across the country here, we get Chris starting out on the northwest, the Pacific Coast, Oregon City. Chris, what's going on? Hey, uh, Clay and Buck, thanks for taking my call. I got something I want to relate to you. I'm a veteran. I was uh, in Vietnam, and I have a condition uh, caused by Agent Orange. I went in for an appointment, and they told me, uh, have you taken your, your your COVID test yet? I said, no. And the reason why, there are a lot of false positives. I feel great. I do a lot of workouts. Uh, I'm a martial artist, uh, black belt in three different martial arts. And uh, I feel I feel really good. And they said, well, we're not going to give you the treatment then. And I said, but yeah, there's false positives. And if I get a false positive, then you're going to put me on a list where I have to take the vaccine, right? And they go, yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to take the vaccine. I'm not going to do it because there's too many uh, anomalies to it. And then they say, well, they're not going to get the treatment. Well, so they're denying you treatment yeah. if you don't get the vaccine. Uh, Chris, thanks for calling in. Clay, I just had someone today tell me from a pediatrician's office, they sent out, a, they sent out something. If you're not vaccinated, the pediatrician will not see you. You can only get televisits. That's, that's now what this is. By the way. Doesn't had the had the virus have antibodies? They don't care. Vaccine or else. That's what we're all. They, they'll they're denying people now access to their normal medical care unless you get the vaccine. This is what we're all heading for. Mary in Danville, Pennsylvania. Mary, what do you got? Hi, my healthcare system had me deployed last year. This year, they turned around, sent out a mandate that we have to get vaccinated by October fifteenth, or we no longer have a job. Does not matter if we've had COVID, doesn't matter the antibodies, we can fill out a medical or religious exemption that goes to a committee, but we're not guaranteed to get that. We have pregnant and um, breastfeeding people that are being denied um, the medical exemption. <clears throat> I, I just, I mean, this is, thank you for the call, by the way, and I appreciate all the difficult decisions that people are having to make out there. And it's so frustrating to me, and I know it is to you as well, Buck, that we have eliminated all nuance as it com- as it pertains to choices that people are making. And and we try to be as transparent, straightforward. I understand everybody doesn't want to talk about the the health decisions they have to make, but man, it is just this hero villain dynamic which has been set up with the vaccine doesn't accurately reflect what's actually going on out there. Yeah, I don't want anyone to get COVID. You don't want anyone to get COVID. We don't want anyone to be sick. We want all of our Fellow Americans or fellow human beings to be happy and healthy and fine. These are very complicated decisions uh, that are being made for us, unfortunately, in so many cases. But Will in Agora Hills, California. Will, what do you what do you got? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, I think that uh, as badly as Biden needs to go, they're not going to replace him because uh, you know Kamala Harris is just as bad as he is. But if Biden gets taken out. It will validate everything that was said about him and against him during the election process. His feebleness, his his inability to to make good decisions. And uh, I think that it will be a huge blow against them, even bigger in the election process coming up in 2022. 
We talked about this, Buck. You asked the question if you had to pick between Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. You asked me this question. I threw it out on Twitter. Over 20,000 of you voted in the first hour. If you had to pick right now Biden or Kamala Harris, who would you want to be president? Because a lot of people are demanding Joe Biden resign in the wake of the Afghanistan ridiculousness. 74% of people in the poll here voted Biden, 26% Kamala. I mean, Kamala is deeply unpopular, Clay, in a way that's it's a fascinating political study because she's even it's one thing when there's a, someone who's very polarizing, right? You know, right. Donald Trump. 97 99 percent or whatever it was of republican support obviously crazy libs you know despise the guy with kamala i mean republicans do not like her as a politician clearly but even democrats don't like her as a politician so what does that tell you it's amazing that she's the vice president of the united states and that she is, I think, going to have to be the nominee in 2024 because it'll be racist and sexist of the Democratic Party if they don't take, because I don't think there's any way Biden can weekend at Bernie's two his way across the finish line again. Uh, there's no way they're going to be able to drag him. They're going to have to take Kamala or else it's going to be racist All and right, sexist we're, by the Democrats' own standards. All right, betting man, we're going to set a bet right now. Restaurant of my choice in Nashville if I win. Restaurant of your choice in New York City if I you win. I won't be able to go. I think... <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> not back. You might be banned. That's true. I might lose both ways. Um, well, I was going to say, I, I think it's, I think Biden has to run again. I think they, I, as they don't, I, Clay, I'm with you in the deterioration and the absurdity. I just, I don't think that they care, but are we, are we on for this? We got some yeah, time to figure it out. I don't think out, 82 so. year old, I'm not sure Biden finishes his term, but I certainly don't think they can drag him across the finish line at 82. We'll see. Curtis in Phoenix, Arizona. Hey, Curtis. Hey, guys. Hey, thanks for taking the call. Two things real quick and then uh, a challenge. LSU-Bama, off the hook, Clay. Yeah. Uh, golf buck. Um, uh, the waste management, 16th hole at TPC. If you get a chance, you got to make that visit. And Laura Logan nailed it yesterday. It was the most articulate uh, description of where our country's at today. And I wanted to challenge our Republican leaders uh, in, the, in Congress and the Senate to actually listen to replay what she said. Stop work and call everybody to, to uh, account and don't do anything until we get this thing resolved at the border, at Afghanistan, taxes, everything. Stop work. Don't do another doggone thing until this stuff is resolved. Replay Laura every day. Curtis, she thanks so much. Great. She was en fuego yesterday. So I mean, great. Absolutely. A lot of good response. I mean, you know, it's, it's rare in this business, Clay, when you're doing a lot of radio, when someone is on a radio rant that you just feel the power of it in real time as it's happening. Lara Logan was on fire yesterday, doing a fantastic job discussing the challenges that the country faces right now, this dire moment, and that we simply do not have leadership up to the task. Well, we've got, got some uh, some good things going on here. I'm going to be uh, doing some golf stuff over the weekend. Clay's going to be doing fun Clay things, and I'll be getting to my first uh, SEC football game, it looks like, this fall, so we're going to schedule that. So some of you may be able to see the both of us in person somewhere. I don't know. I, I like this uh, this Ole Miss situation. That sounds like a lot of fun. So we'll have to yeah, check this you, out. Yeah, you, you are going to be in for a heck of a time. And I would say that to anybody. If you haven't been, it's the most fun single sporting event that exists anywhere. SEC tailgating and experience. You can't beat it. Everyone, really find something fun to relax with this weekend. Because Clay and I will be with you on Monday and every day next week. Making sense of all the madness. In the meantime, deep breaths. Enjoy yourselves. Have a good weekend. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 